It's just gone 11 o'clock here in the Tune FM studio. Zoe joining you for your Wednesday. And I am very um, happy to announce that we have another academic interview. We are joined today by Dr. Timothy Chapman, who is here to talk about what he does. So I'll just get you to introduce yourself. Hello. Hello. Um, so I'm a geologist. I primarily sort of am interested in looking at rocks that have come from um, great depth within, uh, within Earth. Um, so I sort of... In rare instances, this material sort of comes up to the surface and it gives us an idea of, you know, what, what the deep earth looks like. Um, so I do, I've done a fair bit of work looking at things, you know, magmas that have stalled, <laughs> you know, at 60 kilometres of depth instead of coming all the way up to the, uh, up to the surface. So that's my primary uh, sort of interest and I've done a lot of work in uh, New Zealand on the South Island um, places like New Caledonia and and more recently up around the New England area so yeah, yeah fantastic so what's it like to be able to travel and do that kind of research oh it's amazing and it's one of the main reasons that I got into geology is just also being outside I quite like being uh, out and about looking at looking at things and um, you know and we get quite lucky that we have to go and collect the rocks uh, <laughs> and so we get to go to very beautiful places and uh, especially when they're quite remote um, to go and look at these things that can be quite rare so yeah yeah it's 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 certainly a pleasure and I'm very lucky to be able to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to do it yeah. yeah the better side of research almost <laughs> that's it yeah 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 so um on that, um, your research looking at rocks and things underground, what does that mean for like the broader sense of geology and in terms of um, you know looking at you know how the earth was formed? Yeah, so it's it's one of these hard things that we are uh, in geology we can only you know generally there's only a quite a thin proportion of material that we can look at on the surface. It's quite hard to drill very deep into the earth. So it becomes sort of hard to know what's deep beneath our feet. And so we need sort of rare snapshots where material actually, due to sort of tectonic processes, comes up to the surface and we can get an idea of what makes up um, the deep earth. And that gives us, you know, insight into what processes like um, are changing the earth or what's driving plate tectonics. Uh, and these sort of key processes that control, you know, all these active things that we see on the surface, but we don't actually know what's happening deep down or what is actually down there. So we yeah. need these sort of unusual occurrences where we can actually look and make predictions about what, what is down there. So. Yeah, so would one of those um, active things happening on the surface, would that be like the recent eruption um, in the White Island volcano? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, a lot of the research that I've done is actually on examples which were probably uh, similar, but they happened, uh, you know, 100 million years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and so we, we can actually look at the sort of roots of these, um, these volcanoes or their plumbing system when it's frozen into, uh, into rock that you know is 100 million years old and we can actually sort of go well how how is magma generated or how is it moving through the crust uh, at those times and it gives us an insight into something like white island now well how did how did that material get from you know 60 kilometers up to, up to the to the surface 
yeah. and erupt. Yeah. yeah, so kind of like dissecting the volcano and breaking it down into like its working parts from yeah. millions of years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it gives us a sort of snapshot of of if it's sort of a cross section, I guess. You know, you're, you're taking a look at different levels of the volcanic uh, plumbing system because um, otherwise, you know, we can't. It's very hard for us to, you know, in a, an active volcano yeah. to actually see what what's happening at depth there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I did a little bit of research about mm-hmm. White Island and lots of different things come up. And uh, one of the things is that it's a magmatic system that interacts with water. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to us more about that and what it means? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the sort of key thing is that most of these volcanoes happen on the edges of plate, plate boundaries. And in this instance, New Zealand is on the edge of the Australian plate. So it's actually joined with us. Uh, and what happens is you have this magma that are generated on in these areas and they come, they move up through the crust. And we also have lots of water that circulates um, through the surface of the crust. You know, you have rainwater and groundwater systems. Um, and if magma comes up and interacts with water, it can actually cause these quite catastrophic events. So water... Uh, as, as we sort of know, can turns to steam. And so if you have a heat source like a magma, you can create steam. And steam uh, expands. And so under the right conditions that, you know, in the, in the volcano, that expansion can actually cause an explosion. And so there's a couple of ways that the magma can do that. Sometimes the magma will directly interact with water and it will actually cause expansion in the magma or that sort of residual heating of these groundwater systems or these hydrothermal systems can actually cause an, an explosion. And that's what happened in the White Island case. The magma's not actually hitting or interacting with the water. It's these effects of heating that groundwater system. And then something has destabilised and it's released its pressure and expanded and, and exploded. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely to quite, you know, magnificent effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, you know, an unfortunate uh, effects yeah. in, in this instance. Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, earlier today, there were updates about increased seismic activity um, still happening on White Island mm-hmm. um, with tremors and mud jetting. What does that mean for under the surface? Yeah, so, so seismic is, is kind of telling us that... Um, Things are moving, I guess, in a way, or there's there's kind of, you know, the ground is unstable. So it's kind of telling us that using uh, sound waves and that the things are changing. And so it can be quite hard to actually go, well, uh, cause and effect, because uh, volcanic systems are very irregular. So, you know, we use that as an idea as maybe... Uh, things are expanding so is that an idea that maybe water's expanding or there's magma infiltrating or something like that within the plumbing system Uh, and then sometimes these have effects on the surface that you might find jets of steam more or increased activity of steam coming out of vents or sometimes these could be you know mud mud material that's venting around as the as 
you know, water circulates more and is heated up. And uh, so it, it's, it's hard, uh, volcanoes are a hard thing to get a read on mm-hmm. um, in the sense that it's like, you know, sometimes this activity happens and, and then no eruption occurs for, for whatever reason. Or sometimes, you know, in this instance, with, you know, they're like, oh, it's probably doesn't seem to be going to it. And then and it did happen. So, yeah, yeah, that is, yeah. So it's, it's very hard to predict these kind of instances. Yeah, yeah. So they're sort of, uh, there's a lot of variables. Um, and so trying to sort of get, you know, the smoking gun to say it's going to happen is, is quite a difficult thing to do. Uh, and it's looking for different sort of indicators that sort of give us an idea. But, you know, in many instances, it's like, oh, it looks like it's going to happen and then it doesn't happen, you know, yeah. and vice versa. So, yeah, you yeah, know, it's, it's taking a lot of sort of skill and increasing in techniques and things like that to try and piece together what might be happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so how important is um, an eruption like this and research done on previous volcanoes, just sort of fitting it all together into like a bigger picture of what's happening and how volcanoes are made and... Uh, so, yeah, it gives us, you know, it's it's a, one of those things where I'm, unfortunately through a tragedy like this, we, we learn a bit more about that system, in particular White Island, uh, and that can give clues to other, to other areas about how how the volcano behaves and each volcano is quite different um, and so the volcanologists that are you know monitoring them they sort of get to know their 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 turf and uh, yeah. and their, and the behavior of of that volcano and so you know as we're getting further and further on you know you get better understanding of how these interactions uh, materialize what sort of changes might happen so can we you know when this one what seismic signatures have uh you know occurred before the eruption and then trying to use that as you know a further predictive um tool to sort of go okay well what next time would this be a a likely trigger yeah okay Mm. um well thank you so much so far i do have um a question um if you could collect any sample from um, around that volcano area right now, what would you collect? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> so I think at this stage it's probably would be quite interesting if you could you'd be assessing the gas that's actually coming out of, of, of the vents and things like that. Um, because in this instance it's largely driven by the, the steam or the gas that's yep. generated and so what what is that because the 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 ash that's gone is exploded is actually material from earlier uh, eruptions yep. so it's built up of its history of of activity and in this instance instead of new magma being generated or new rocks being generated it's actually just material that's being pulverized so it's about considering well, what what is this gas that's coming out because it will actually have signatures from um, the the magma that it's you know co-inhabiting with and and then and these sort of things so uh, but 
you know, collecting gas is not an actually <laughs> particularly easy thing to uh, yeah <laughs> to, to do. Not, not easy to do, yeah, especially yeah. out in you know that environment. Yep, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not exactly uh, a great place to want to go and visit during uh, no. during its um, steamy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us today and talking no us through, you know, a bit behind what's been going on um, on the island and what that means for research and things like that. Is there any way that our listeners can follow you and your research or where uh, can they find you? So, yeah, you can, I'm on the UNE uh, website. It's probably the, the best way at this stage. Yep. I need to work on my social media present a bit more <laughs> <laughs> do not worry you and a lot of other academics <laughs> out there at the moment well thank you so much um of course we'll be podcasting this later and doing a little blog about it so if anyone missed it today they can find it on our website but thank you so much again no uh, for coming in and you've been listening to 106.9 tune fm and we're going to jump straight back into the music